This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. You are listening to The Husband Coach's Corner, the podcast designed to teach husbands how to love their wife each and every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, and welcome back to another episode. Um, Before we get started, I just want to let you know, you can go over to marriagedrills.com, link in the description box below or the show notes, so that way you can get connected with me. Uh, If you're looking for a one-on-one coaching session, you can sign up for that over on the website, and I will get back to you. If you signed up for one earlier and you didn't hear back from me, please just do it again. Uh, I had some technical difficulties with the website, but I think I fixed all the bugs, and I should be getting those notifications now. And then if you wouldn't mind rating the podcast, no matter what podcasting platform you listen to this show on, I would greatly appreciate it and just helps this show get into the ears of husbands that need it. Now, today's topic is a hard one um, for a a handful of people, right? Separation, being separated from our spouse. Now, this comes in a few different forms. I'm going to focus in on two of them today. And the first one is if you travel for work a lot, being separated. I can relate to this one. I travel for work and I'm separated from my family often. As I talked about it in the past, I'm in the military, so I do travel quite a bit. Um, So I can relate to that one. But then there's also the legal separation. And those are a little bit more challenging because they really do come with some more drama, if you will. And those things, you know, the techniques that I'm going to mention here and the drills that you can go through, and I guess these are less of drills and more of techniques. What you can do is use them in getting closer, more intimate and rebuilding that relationship with your wife. And if you're traveling because your job just requires you to travel, and there's really no other way for you to make ends meet, then by all means, think of this as building more intimacy with your wife while you are separated. Now, we're going to talk about three things. And at the end of each one of these three things, what I want you to really think about is your wife, she's going to forget the things you say, the things that you do. That's most likely going to happen. But she won't forget the way that you make her feel. And that's why we want to do these things. So that way we can get our wife to feel the love while we're gone, right? The the tagline of the show is find a way to love your wife every day. And that doesn't change just because you're on the road and your wife is back at home, you know, doing whatever she may have to do. All right. And this also works in reverse. So if your wife is always on the road, right, there's no reason why you can't do these exact same things. Uh, Maybe one of them will be a challenge, but we'll talk about that when we get there. All right. So the first technique, send some gifts. All right. 
this is the challenge. If your wife is the one that's always gone, then it's probably going to be a little bit more challenging to send gifts to a hotel, uh, assuming, you know, this is like she's at one place and then goes to another place and then goes to another. Now, if she's going to be consistent at one place, then you can absolutely send gifts and that, you know, negates that challenge. Now, the reason why you want to send gifts, assuming that you're the one that's gone and she's the one at home or however, right? Um, it took me 14 years to finally send my wife flowers for our anniversary. The The long story short is I don't buy flowers because I think they die. And to me, there's no value in purchasing flowers because they cost a lot of money and they just die. So... I wouldn't send her flowers and I was being very, very stubborn. Uh, and we just celebrated our 15th anniversary, uh, on June 10th of 2022. And it took me 14 years to get her flowers on our 15th anniversary. Cause I did get her flowers, uh, when we got married. So, you know, if that counts, right. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is, uh, I, at the time of recording this particular episode, I'm actually on the road and I've been separated from my wife for work purposes for about eight weeks now. So I can understand, you know, like understanding that by me sending her these flowers, she appreciated them and it worked out. She really did appreciate them, and she tells me about it quite often, all right? Now, at some point, she, you know, one, I think it worked out because she knows I don't send flowers, and when she seen the flowers, she was extremely surprised. It was out of character for me, and it made her feel special, right? So I don't think she'll forget that I sent her flowers, especially at least not this time. Maybe if I send her flowers, you know, uh, next year, maybe she'll be like, ah, yeah, whatever. She most likely won't forget that I sent her the flowers. But what she really will remember is the way that I made her feel when she received the flowers, that emotional response. And this is the reason why you want to send gifts. All right. Now, what type of gifts should you send? Obviously, it needs to be something that resonates with your wife. I chose flowers for my wife because I know that she wanted flowers. She likes to receive flowers. So I said, you know what? I'm going to be a, a, a great husband to my wife, and I'm going to send her flowers. It's that It was that simple, all right? Now, you can also send her something that she's always been asking for. In my case, my wife has always been asking for me to send flowers, so it worked out. Now, if you have the wife journal, you can go ahead and take that. And you should have a segment in there with all of the gifts that your wife has been asking for if you've been filling that out. Now, if you don't have the wife journal, then I encourage you at this moment, if you're listening to this, to start paying attention to the things that your wife says that, oh, that's cute. I like that. And write it down somewhere. doesn't matter where you put it. It could be in a spiral notebook. It could be in your Apple Notes. It could be in Evernote. It could be on a Google Doc. doesn't matter. What matters is that you are storing up the things that your wife is going to appreciate. So when you find yourself on the road and you're like, you know what? I got to send her a gift. You don't have to overthink about it, right? You just pull this list out and it's like, okay, 
here's some of the stuff that she's been saying she wanted. Oh, I'll send her one of these. You see how easy that is? This is the reason why we have to be um, alert and present when we're with our wives. So that way we can pick up on the things that are subtle because sometimes she may only say it one time, like, oh man, that would be really nice to have. And then it'll never come up again. All right. Now, this isn't a for sure way of uh, making her feel love, especially if your wife's love language isn't gift receiving. Right. If that's not like a high love language, uh, you should send her gifts that um, resonate with her. That That's the, the best way that I can put it. All right. Know your wife and know what to send her. And then add a small note that is personal to the two of you when you send this particular gift, all right? So if you are mailing it, like you picked it up from a store, a local store to wherever you are, take a piece of paper and write a little note, all right? Now, if you're ordering it online, there's usually like a little gift card that gives you like 250 characters, use that to write a little note. It doesn't have to be anything over the top deep, but it should be something that will, again, resonate with your wife. The whole purpose is to make her feel special, all right? That's what this gift is all about, and that's what you are really just shooting for, to send her something that makes her feel special, because then she'll say, oh, my husband cares, right? And then she'll feel loved and you successfully accomplish that. Now, obviously, if you don't have the money to send the gift, then we can go on to the next one, which is sending a letter in the mail. That's right. They still have letters that you can write and put them in the mail. I know it's 2022 and We don't send handwritten letters anymore as often, at least. I don't know. Maybe maybe you do send handwritten letters, but sending a handwritten letter because it's, you know, it's almost retro that when it comes in, there's something about it that has this excitement and nostalgia because she's not going to know, you know, how to receive that really. And, you know, I'm not talking about uh, typing something on the computer, printing it off, folding it up and throwing it in an envelope. That could work. But what I'm talking about is you taking a piece of paper and a pen and writing that bad boy out. All right. And just send a note to your wife. This isn't the most complicated thing. Send a note to your wife. She's your wife. You should know what to talk to her about. But if you are sitting there and you're like, you know what, Chris, I don't know what to send to my wife. I don't know what to talk to her about. Well, here's what you can do. You can tell her a story that you think she would like to hear. All right. Doesn't matter what the story is. If you think she would like to hear it, tell her a story. Like we as people, we love to hear stories. All right. And if you can put a little bit of suspense and humor in there, man, that's going to make her feel great. Right. Because it's exciting. And the story could be about your trip. It could be about a different trip that maybe the two of you went on in the past. 
you know, like just tell her how you see uh, the memory. One of the my, one of my favorite memories to tell whenever I'm in a group of people, uh, and especially if my wife is there, is the story of how we met, right? Because there's my perspective and there's her perspective. And to say the least, our perspectives do not match, all right? But the goal of me telling the story really isn't about if the perspectives match anymore. Um, there's some humor and there's some suspense and, you know, most of it's true. Some of it could be like, I don't know anymore, uh, because I've been telling it my way for however long and she's been telling it her way for however long. What I do know to be true is I seen her and I wanted to talk to her. And this is back in the time of chirps and next tells and all those things. And I traded, uh, I, I supported her cousins at the time. I supported her cousins. Um, and I guess they're still her cousins. So anyway, I supported her cousins, uh, basketball trip by donating. And that was in exchange for her chirp number. And to this day, she says, I don't know why I gave you my chirp number, but, uh, you know, the rest of that is history. All right. Now, again, I'm not getting into my story because I want to keep on uh, with these letters. So moral of the story, tell a story, something that would be humorous to the two of you. All right. Because that's something that will connect with her and it will resonate. Now, the other thing that you can do is tell her what it's like for you when she's not with you. All right. Now, this goes down a different path. And this is more of the I'm being vulnerable with you and I'm being honest with you. This connects on a different level of intimacy and it shows your wife that you are still going deeper in the relationship with her, even though you're on the road and you're out doing whatever you have to do to keep providing for the family or while she's out on the road. You're letting her know that you're missing her, right? That your heart is growing fonder uh, the the longer you're being absent. And, you know, there's probably a lot of people who will tell you, like, go online and find a poem. And I'm not going to tell you that, all right? If, if you're a poet, then write a poem. But if you're not a poet, then be true to who you are because that's who your wife married. You don't have to send a poem, you know, like you can just send her like your true feelings. All right. Get all sweet and, and mushy. Now, uh, the other thing that you can do in these letters that you're writing again. And by the way, I forgot to mention this. You can also get a postcard. Uh, postcards are, you know, maybe you don't want to be as intimate on a postcard just because uh, those are written or, you know, the, those don't go in an envelope. So maybe not as uh, intimate on a postcard, but you can also just go to a local store like Walgreens or Rite Aid or somewhere where they sell uh, like just birthday cards or whatever. And instead of getting a birthday card, get a appreciation card or uh, just because card, right? Doesn't matter 
you go to Hallmark. It doesn't matter. Moral of the story, you want to send something written. Now, on here, another idea when you're sending these written cards is give her a promise of something you look forward to doing for her or with her when you reunite. You know, if you're like, you know, when I get home, I'm going to make you the best lasagna that I've ever made. You know, if that's something that she really appreciates Uh, or it can be something where you can say, you know, when I come home, I would really appreciate having chicken tacos like I love chicken tacos. I always like to let my wife know that she knows that. So when I come home, that's like it's almost become a staple that that's our uh, reuniting meal. Uh, she prepares chicken tacos. That's her way of showing love to me. But the point that I'm making here is you want to build something that helps you plan into the future and something that gives you both something to look forward to. All right. You want to be looking forward to something because then it it makes the anticipation of your return that much greater and exciting. All right. But the, the catch to that is you have to deliver on whatever this promise is, all right? You can't say, like, I'm going to come home and, and cook you lasagna and then make her a bowl of cereal. That's not going to fly. I'm, I'm, I mean, maybe it will, you know, uh, but you got to get that lasagna in there at some point. You know, you want to make good on your promise. Now... The next thing that you can do in writing this letter, right, we're still on this, is compliment her on everything she is doing while you're gone. You know, for me, my wife is home with our two girls, and I'm always amazed at how well she keeps it moving, you know. Now, that's not to say, like, I'm some uh, super great uh, father or anything that when I'm gone, everything just stops moving because that's absolutely not true. Uh, in fact, I think things move a little bit smoother when I'm not there, uh, just because my wife can focus more about getting our kids taken care of. Uh, and she doesn't have to put as much physical attention, uh, into spending time with me because I'm not there. However, while I'm gone, I know that there's more stuff that she has to do that I normally do with the kids or for the kids. So complimenting her on that, you know, getting our kids to their uh, sports practices. That's that's my lane. I like sports. That's what I do. I take my kids to their sports. Um, but when I'm not there, guess who has to do it? So. Those are the types of things that you can look into and say, you know what? You're actually doing stuff that you normally don't do, and I really appreciate that. Don't overlook the simplest thing, right? Because that's going to show her that you are aware and that you care. So that's that's a good one. And then the next one or the next option of what you can do to connect with your wife is video chats and make a set time to talk on the phone. Now, this right here is probably, you know, we live in 2022. There's no reason that you can't do a video call. 
Now, obviously, if you're in an area where reception doesn't work to do video calls, then you can't do a video call, and that's okay. However, most of the places that you're going to be in, you'll be able to do a video call. So I recommend doing those as much as you possibly can. All right. Now, make sure that wherever you are, you have good lighting. You don't want to be a shadow in your video call. So uh, turn on some lights and make sure that your wife can see you and make sure that she's in an area where you can see her. Give her compliments, like always compliment your wife, regardless of the condition that she's in uh, and give her compliments. Okay. And talk to her by looking into the camera and, you know, obviously you got to glance down and look at the screen or whatever, but, uh, like be present during that video call, actually talk with her, talk things through, hear about her day, ask questions about her day. All right. Restate things that she says in a genuine way that she feels that you've heard what she said. All right. And you're looking at her and hopefully she's looking at you and you guys are just having that engaging conversation. Now, obviously, if you can't do the video call, then go for a phone call. All right. Now, all of these or both of these things, a video call or a phone call, these need to be protected times. What you don't want to do is leave your house and not continue with your protected time with your wife where it's like, hey, eight to nine is my dedicated time with my wife. Nothing else will impede on that. Now, obviously, if you are out, like when I'm out for training, I know that I'm not going to be able to do this, okay? And I'll share some bonus tips uh, towards the end that I just thought of. But uh, if I know that I can't do the video call from 8 to 9 like I would normally be able to do, then I'll set up another time with my wife where it's like, hey, let's do a video call at 3 o'clock in the morning, right? And maybe that will work. Maybe it won't work. You just got to have that conversation. It doesn't matter what the time is as long as you're protecting that time and you're staying committed to meeting her at that time. Okay. Uh, Now, when you're doing the uh, video call, there's actually, you know, I don't know if this is like a real thing or not, but my wife and I, we do it from time to time. It's called a virtual date. Uh, or at least that's what we call it. And as corny or cheesy as it sounds, it's actually kind of fun, right? Uh, she gets something to eat. I get something to eat. And we sit there, we're eating and we're talking and it's a virtual date. <laughs> and yeah, it, you know, whatever you would normally talk about over dinner on a date, that's what we do. It's just we're doing it through a computer or my iPad or whatever. All right. So you can there, you can get creative is what I'm getting at. All right. Let your imagination run free. Find ways to love your wife. Be creative. She deserves the best you that you possibly can be and the most creative you that you possibly can be. 
Now, there's other things that you can do. Like uh, if you guys watch a TV show together, watch the TV show while you're separated, if you can, and then join a virtual phone call and talk about that during your, your, uh, you know, your video chat. Those are things that like, that's something you could do. Maybe reading a book, maybe you guys are reading a book together. Uh, and you want to talk about the chapter, the last chapter that you read or the last couple chapters that you read, however you, you want to do that. Uh, maybe you guys, uh, like I just bought an Apple watch and maybe you're in a competition with your wife. All right. And you're trying to, you know, encourage each other to work out because, uh, there is something to be said about doing things. I've said this many times. You always want to have an activity that you do with your wife. Um, and maybe that activity is working out. So that way you can encourage one another. All right. Nonetheless, whatever time you get or is set, make sure that it's protected. That is the most important part here. Even though you're separated, make sure it's protected. And if you have to reschedule that time, then do so. Reschedule it. It's going to be okay. Now, here's some bonus tips. If you know that you're not going to be able to have a consistent schedule where you can protect some time, or you're not going to be able to get to a post office and mail some stuff out, here's what you can do, all right? Around the house... Make write letters, okay? You got to do this before you leave. So if you're already on the road and you're listening to this, it's not going to work. But if you're listening to this, then that means you have access to some form of uh, internet, which means you can probably still do something like send a gift or uh, get to a post office to mail something. And if all else fails, send an email, all right? Emails are okay. Here's the bonus tip that I would give you. What you want to do, is take some index cards and write little love notes all over those index cards. It could be funny stories. It could be uh, I love you notes, whatever it may be. And make sure that you number them. When you uh, leave, give your wife the list of where all of the notes are located. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to hide these notes around the house. All right. Give your wife the list of where all of these notes are located and tell her that you want her to go look at these notes, you know, uh, throughout the house or whatever. Um, And if you don't want to hide them, that's fine. You can put them in separate envelopes and you can say, hey, I'm going to be gone for 10 days. Here are six notes, right? I'm not saying that you have to have a note every day. If you want to make a note every day, then go for it. But, you know, I think that if you're going to be gone for 10, you should at least go 60% of the time making sure that she has something, okay? Because then that's more than half. That means that you're giving her the better half of your time. Now, that's a whole other concept that we're not going to get into. Moral of the story, before you leave, you can either give her all of the notes or You can give her uh, a list and tell her where each one is every day. Uh, Or you can give her one note, and that note has maybe a clue to where the other note is hidden. 
Okay. And you just tell her like, Hey, there's only six notes, but at the end of each note, there's a clue. So you can go looking for the other note the next day, uh, or you can find them all in one day. It can be a game, right? Make it fun. Know your wife, whichever one you think your wife would appreciate the most. That's the one you should go with. So let's wrap all this up. All right. The goal here is to get your wife to to feel loved. That's the goal of everything that I've ever taught uh, on this show. However, while you're gone, it's a little bit harder to get her to feel that love sometimes. And that's why we talked about these three things. The first one, send gifts. Second one, send a love note. And the third one, video call or phone call, right? I'm leaning more towards the video call. I video call with my wife as often as I possibly can. Uh, And sometimes to the point where she gets a little annoyed and I'm like, well, I just want you to see me. You know, I I play with her like that. Uh, I really just want to see her. But I tell her I want want her to see me. Uh, You can do that. Again, know your wife. Know how to build that relationship and foster an environment of love with your wife. I know that my wife, she thinks that's funny when I say that because usually she doesn't care to see me. Um, Not because anyway, getting off on a tangent. All right. We want her to feel loved. That's the goal here. Now, uh, because you are not physically together, just that doesn't mean that you can't grow in a more intimate relationship. That's the other thing. All right. And if you and your wife are going through a rough patch right now, all of these techniques, they still work. Uh, Obviously, you want to do what if you have a legal court order or anything legal that would prohibit you from doing these things, then obviously don't do them. That doesn't make sense. Okay. However, if you're separated and you're going through a rough patch, this is the time for you to really start to step it up and show your wife that you love her. All right. Now, if you're separated because your wife did something wrong to you, and you just haven't gotten over that yet, then you have to start working through that. Because if your goal is to rebuild your marriage and rebuild trust, you're going to have to start loving your wife. And you're going to have to start showing it, not just saying, yeah, I love you. You're going to have to start showing it. I'm not saying it's easy. All right. I'm not going to say that that it's easy. It can be hard and it probably will be hard, like not probably it will be hard, but it still needs to be done. And when you do it, your wife is going to feel appreciated by it. She's going to feel loved by it. She's going to feel valued by it. And you're going to win in the end. Okay. Not in a a way like, ha ha ha, I got the last laugh. Like you're going to win together is what I'm really getting at. All right. Now, what I don't want to do is promise you that all of these things will work. All right. Because every relationship is going to be different. And if you're going through something where you're like, you know, I really need some extra help. 
I have one-on-one sessions where we can talk these things through and I can give you a detailed plan that's specific for your relationship and, or at least what you share with me and how, you know, I would recommend you moving forward. Um, and you know, we can get a little bit more specific. So if that's something you're interested in, go over to marriagedrills.com. You can check the description box below and you can sign up for a one-on-one session that way, uh, by reaching out to me. Now, if you have any additional ideas, than the ones that I offered here, because, you know, if you travel a lot for your job, then please, I would love to hear the ideas that you are using to grow more intimate with your wife, because I would love to share these types of things on the show uh, from all of the listeners, because I will never claim to be some expert, right? I'm a normal guy that loves his wife and has been helping other husbands find a way to love their wife every single day. That's all that I'm doing. And I learn a lot from the husbands that I help, uh, just as they learn from me. So this is not a one-way street. If you got some valuable input, or if you just want to be a guest on the show, reach out. We'll figure that out, and we'll, we'll do an interview, and uh, continue to help the other husbands across the globe at this point. This is an international show, but you know, the, the goal here is to help husbands grow and find a way to love their wife every day in, in a very genuine way. So until next time, I want you to find a way to love your wife every day. Peace.